0: happy new year and welcome back to the house rich show the home with the world's best home buying tips so today we're going to talk about 10 steps to put you in a position to purchase a home in the new year or whenever you look to purchase a home the timing's on you so here we go so step number one may sound corny but it's to believe you can buy a home like if you don't believe you can buy a home if you're your first no it stops there there's no way you can be in a position to buy a home so you have to believe that you can buy a home you have to believe that the ability to buy a home is 100% within your control. The big three I always talk about: credit, fund for the down payment, and your debt-to-income ratio. Your income in relation to debts are all three are within your control. You have to believe it is. You can think about all of the societal factors and X, Y, and Z on why things may be unfair, but you control all three of those. So first, you have to believe that you can buy a home in the first place. That is step one. Step two is actual putting a plan in place. So one, you need a budget. So whether you're buying a home or not, you need a budget. You need to know where your money's going coming in. You need to know where your money's going out. We'll talk about why why a budget is a little bit more important down the line, but it comes to saving for a down payment. Like if you don't have the money for a down payment, you have to put together a budget in place in order to get that down payment. And then also, you know, buying a home is a huge financial decision. So it's not like renting a home where, you know, you have that one, year lease and you know the the rent may go up next month or something like that but you can always just kind of leave a home maybe you can break the lease early or something like that you can't really break a mortgage early i mean you can sell your property but if you're doing it honestly within the first year year and a half you're probably going to take an l when you factor in like commissions and all that uh other stuff into and you know cost of closing costs and all that to sell a home you're probably going to take an l if you're trying to sell a home in the first year so once again you have to make sure you have that budget and that plan in place number three credit so we talk about the big three credit is one of those big three so if you don't know where your credit is you know you, you can't really you're gonna be in a bad position to buy a home so if you once again if you're looking like on a app like credit karma or something like that that's probably 40 to 60 points higher than what your fico models 2 4 and 5 are that your mortgage lender is using Credit Karma or any bank app, once again, they're not wrong. They're just a different model. They're a Vantage 3 score model. And they're just not as aggr- aggressive and thorough as the other models. So once again, when you're purchasing a home, like that's a the biggest financial decision you'll probably ever make in your life. So that credit model is going to be a lot more thorough than the others. You probably heard my story, but I'll give a quick snapshot. Like when I was going to buy a home, my, my third home actually, I thought I had an 800 credit score. Lender pulled my credit. It was 684. The reason for that was I had a $75 collection on my credit report that was not being identified by the Vantage 3 score model for whatever reason. But if someone's giving you a mortgage or $100,000, they're going to do their due diligence. And so, long story short, I paid off the collection and boom, my credit score went up to 804, 806, I forget. But yeah, that one collection would drop my score 120 points. And so luckily i was able to pay off that collection pretty quickly get it removed and all that while i was within the midst of the home buying process but you want to make sure that you are ready to go before you get to the lender for a couple reasons one you want to be ready to go uh immediately when you purchase a home and then two you may not honestly you may not have like an 800 credit score like i did so if you have a 700 it would be still a great credit score but you have a collection or something drop you 120 points now you're at 580 you can't qualify for most loan programs you can qualify for fha at 580 but you don't want to you don't want to fly with the 580 but uh, that's a story for another day so once again credit number four let's talk about self reflection so once again this is a huge financial decision so you can have the money to buy a home the credit to buy a home the DTI to buy a home but are you disciplined enough to buy a home so you have to say hey do i have a solid job in my solid you know relationship or financially you probably don't want to purchase like a home if you're in a like ever I don't say you don't have a girlfriend but you want you want to make sure that if you're in a relationship with somebody that they understand that hey you're purchasing the home but you're not married so you probably just want to purchase the home for yourself and there's no kind of drama down the line so to make sure that you're just in a good space mentally to buy this home you won't be moving anywhere and you're ready to just say hey i'm here ready to settle down for at least the next year hopefully the next three or four years in this one location maybe one year if you're looking to like kind of um kind of build your real estate portfolio maybe fha or, or conventional you know one year move to a property rent it out and kind of do that move but you want to make sure that you're in a good position um to just be ready to buy a home in the first place so let's talk about number five when you want to figure out what price that what price home works for you. So we go back to the budget, hopefully you have a spot in your budget for a housing expense. So let's say your housing expense in that budget was, I don't know, $1,500. You're like, hey, I could spend $1,500 on my mortgage, my principal and interest payment, my credit, my taxes, insurance, and any HOA dues. That's what I want to spend towards my mortgage. So now, okay, we have $1,500 to spend towards the mortgage. So what kind of home can we get? Now we only want to, we wanna work backwards and say, okay, I'm going to go to Realtor.com or whatever and figure out what a $1,500 monthly payment will equate to as far as a home. And so, a way to do that just go to any like app, or you can just go like to Google and put in like mortgage calculator, and you'll you can put in some numbers and say let's put in a a $200,000 home and let's take three percent off. And so the loan is, you know, three percent or 97 percent of $200,000 is 194. Yes. Yeah. 194000 So if we want to put it in and figure out what a $194,000 mortgage is and see what that monthly payment is. And so that's your principal and interest payment. So boom, now we need to, and so let's say that principal interest payment is like $1,000. So now we need to go to homes that are like, you know, $200,000 and see what those taxes and insurance are as well in those homes and see if that fits into the, um, if all those add up to less or about, $500 get you choose that $1,500 mark and so you just want to kind of play around with the numbers that way in order to figure out You know what kind of home you can buy and work backwards to that And so once you figured out what your price range is you want to figure out do you have the money to buy that home? So once again, let's say you got a home that's $200,000 3% of that is $6,000 that's your down payment, but don't forget your closing costs and so your closing costs I know, if you're in the state of Texas, I'll tell you what your closing costs are. Your closing costs are about $3,500 for every $100,000 the home is. So on a $200,000 home, that's $7,000. So $7,000 plus $6,000 equals $13,000 in order to buy that home. And so you have to figure out whatever the closing costs are in um, whatever your, your state is, essentially. Um, it's, it's Essentially, whatever your state is. You know, talk to a loan officer. That's actually step number eight in this... Uh, um, uh, <laughs> tutorial, whatever we're calling this, this, this step process here. And then number seven is go get that money. And so you may not have $13,000 in your bank account, but you can budget towards it. You can go get a, a side hustle to, you know, DoorDash, Uber, take on some o- overtime, do something in order to go get that money. So that's what the budget is for as well. So, you know, hey, I need to make an extra $500 a month in order to save for this home by, in the next eight months or something like that. So that's which one you, you want to actually go get the money or you can you want to look at down payment assistance programs. You can like, like a gift from a family member or something like that, but you want to go get that money. And number eight is talk to a loan officer. So um, all this is great to figure out stuff on paper and this and that, but you really want to talk to a loan officer when you're, before you're looking to buy a home because you want them to actually, Run your credit so you can get that, that FICO two, four, and five score. You wanna figure out you know, what down payment assistance programs that loan officer has. You wanna interview the loan officer and figure out kind of everything that um that is part of that that process. And so if you've got all, all the guidelines, or you can you know, I don't know, you want to talk to me about it as well. Um I don't know it'll make it cost you something to talk to me, but you can talk to a loan officer for obviously or you can reach out to me. And then you wanna actually go get that pre qualification. So pre qualification, pre approval, eh, the there are different things depending on who the lender is, but you want to make sure that basically the lender's pulled at your credit, the lender has seen your financial statements, and the lender has um, run your DTI and all that to make sure that you're in a position to buy a home. Because everything can look good on paper in your mind, but unless you actually have a pre-qual, it, it really doesn't mean anything. As well as, you can't really make an offer on a home without a pre-qual, because no one's taking your offer based on the word of mouth. It's like, hey, I'm, I can buy a $200,000 home. Um, that, that's not happening. And then last but not least, you want to talk to a realtor. So honestly, no, no real realtor is going to show you homes without that pre-qual letter. That's why I put the realtor as the last step in the process. You want to make sure you have that pre-qual. Because once again, remember, realtors only get paid when the home closes. So all the driving around, all the helping you out, consulting with you, all that, all that's free of charge. They get paid by the seller when you purchase a home and it closes. So. Don't waste their time, and they're not going to waste their time as well. So make sure you get that pre-call before you talk to a lender. And so, yeah, those are the 10 steps in order to purchase a home for yourself in 2022. You know, New Year, New Year, all that other good stuff. But, uh, yeah, that's it. Any questions, let me know. And I am out. Thanks.